The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Hey, everybody, this is Jonathan, and welcome back to Go to Health. Uh, so happy to be with you today. And this is kind of a special show for a couple of reasons. The first is we've just completed our first year on the air. And I want to thank all our listeners and loyal listeners who keep coming back for listening to the show. We really love doing this and we hope that you enjoy it as well. The second thing I wanted to share is that we've recently won two awards for the show. One has been an outstanding leadership and education, and the other one is best health education. So we're very pleased about that. And uh, again, thank you for listening um, because you're really helping us make this show popular. Um, so again, we're celebrating one year. So thanks for being with us. It's also a special show because I've got a really neat topic this week. It's all about why your website needs to be ADA ADA accessible to those with disabilities. Let me say that again. Why your website needs to be ADA accessible to those with disabilities. The Americans with Disabilities Act, and there's also something called the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, require properties on the web to be accessible to those with disabilities. And that's required today. And the question is, how do you become accessible? Well, there are a number of uh, products on the market that can make your website accessible. And we're talking with the uh, manager for one of those today. Uh, the company that he represents is called Accessibee, and his name is Landon Shefts. He's in New York City. He's been with the company just a few months. It's a very new company that was started in 2018. Um, and I'll let Landon tell you a little bit more about that. But the whole idea is to make the web accessible to people with disabilities. And that can be people who are blind or have some kind of visual impairment or deafness or motor impairment or cognitive impairment. And there may be a couple of others, color blindness, I'm thinking. Uh, I'll let Landon describe that more. But the whole idea is to make the web more accessible to people with disabilities, number one, so that they can do business with you. So if you have a business website, you want to make your website accessible to those with disabilities, you'll get their business. But the other thing is to also comply with the law and avoid legal claims, which can be quite costly. And I'll let uh, Landon talk more about that. So how are you today, Landon? I'm doing excellent. Thanks so much for having me. Good. And you've been with Accessibility how long? Since October of last year. Yeah. So about six months now. Great. And what's your role? I am on the partnership success team. So okay. I'm working with the people who are building websites for businesses. Got it. Okay, good. So that's some of what we're doing at Go to Health. And tell us, uh, give us some more specifics about the ADA and also what's called the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines or WCAG. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're talking about web accessibility, everything falls back to this guidebook called the WCAG. It's a very technical guidebook. It's about a thousand pages long. Wow. I've skimmed through it. It's uh, very much so over my head, but you know there are some experts in that, right? They've, they've sort of dedicated their entire career to this guideline. And right now there's a standard and it's called the WCAG 2.1 at the AA level. That's the global legal accepted standard. Okay. And you know, there's the Americans with Disabilities Act, and I'm sure all of your listeners know about it through seeing like ramps going into restaurants or something like that. And that's, you know, of course, relating more so to the physical aspect of it. But what happened is that in 2018, the Department of Justice in a court case officially affirmed saying, look, websites are also considered places of public accommodation. So if they're considered places of public accommodation, they also must comply with Title Three of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Mm -hmm. So since then, we've been seeing a lot of lawsuits go on. You know, um, 2020 alone, we saw over 300,000 lawsuits 
It's usually about 10 times that in terms of demand letters. Usually people decide, you know, they don't want to go through the headache of a trial, as you could imagine. And they settle outside of court. Usually it's like $20,000, $50,000 in settlement fees. And almost always the one of the things that's within the settlement is that they still need to make their website accessible. Mm -hmm. So they're paying that fee and then taking care of it afterwards. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to raise some social awareness around the subject and say, you know, let's get your website accessible ahead of time, not only because it's the right thing to do, but because it's the best practice for your business. Got it. And, um, and so what happens when, what, what process does a business go through? How do they know they're getting sued? What happens? Yeah. So they, they receive um, a demand letter in the mail and Uh it's uh, not so fun. It's, scary. You know, we have a lot of agencies that call me and they go, my client received this. I wasn't even aware of this being an issue. What do I do? And we we definitely understand because people start to look at the options that are on the market. You know, how can we make our website accessible? Sometimes the demand letter will say you have 60 days to make your site accessible before the issues kick in, mm-hmm. things like that. And when they're looking at the options, they're seeing, you know, there's manual accessibility options that are out there. They'll make your website accessible, but you know, sometimes we're hearing quotes of like $85,000 in startup fees, things like that. It's, it's pretty significant and it's really not viable for 99% of the businesses out there. So that's why a lot of businesses are now turning to Accessibility and saying, you know, look, your pricing is $490 per year or $49 per month. Right. That's something that I, is actually within my budget. And on top of that, we provide things like litigation support packages and accessibility statements at no additional cost that get a lot of our clients out of these trickier situations when they've been served demand letters prior to reaching out to us. Got it. So the whole idea here is not to get the demand letter in the first place, right. save yourself a tremendous amount of time on a lawsuit and a settlement and you know, also save a lot of money. And I, as you said before, the positive thing here is not just to comply with the law, but it's also to be able to do business with everybody. Yeah, you know, I always like to mention sort of like the big three benefits that sometimes people don't necessarily think about. And of course, you know, a best practice, you want to protect yourself. You don't want to have to spend $20,000 or, you know, the headache of a trial. But additionally, you know, you're paying companies to market your website and drive traffic to it. Now you need to cast as wide of a net as possible. And, you know, one story that I love is it's a lawyer that we work with um, on our council and he's paraplegic. He uses a click stick in his mouth to navigate through sites. And Mm -hmm. he was telling us a story around Valentine's Day. He was going to buy his wife a gift online and he's got some disposable income being a lawyer. And uh, he was buying her something pretty nice. And when he got to the checkout process, that's when the site was no longer accessible with his technology. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, you know, they lost a couple thousand dollars right then and there. But more importantly, they lost me as a client for for life. Right. So, you know, that's what really started to click with me. And lastly, the branding, right? It's 2022. Your business should be inclusive. You should Mm -hmm. be thinking about socially positive aspects to your business. And Mm -hmm. this is one of the simplest and most affordable ways to really, you know, walk the walk and not only talk the talk, essentially. Yeah. So I looked at, um, I would say I would look at, I looked at about 12 different accessibility plugins and um, I chose accessibility because I thought it had the best feature set and it was the most affordable. So let's talk about the feature set a little bit. When you put accessibility on your website, what does it enable for the visitor? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few disabilities that are mainly covered within the WCAG. There's others that are covered as well, but the ones that are covered in the most detail are blindness and blind users, they downloaded, um, they download, excuse me, a screen reader into their operating system that's reading okay. out content on a site. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with motor impairments who are using tab to go through their site, or like I mentioned, the click stick in their mouth, um, but also you know, minor visual impairments, cognitive and learning disabilities, epilepsy. So the product is broken up into two parts. The first part being the front end adjustments. And those are things like if you're colorblind, you need to change it to a monochrome mode so you could see all of the content better. If you Mm -hmm. need to scale up the sizing, you know, I make fun of my mom sometimes because she does like control plus on her computer 35 times when she's online shopping. And, you know, this sort of replaces those old fashioned ways of, of having to change your entire website or, you know, have to have your users go to other measures to view all of your content. And then really where it becomes a bit more impressive is the backend capabilities. So that's where we're making your website uh, compatible 
with the user with the disabilities assistive technology, whether that's their keyboard, whether that's their screen reader or other tools that they may be using. So um, a lot more of the technical aspect is the backend capabilities. Mm -hmm. And that's what I found most impressive. Um, When a blind person comes to a website with Accessibility, how do they know that Accessibility is there? Yeah, so typically a a blind person will find a website that's using Accessibility when they first when it first loads the website, they'll receive a verbal notification through their screen reader saying press alt plus one or option plus one to turn on blind user mode. And then Uh once they've done so, they'll receive a message in their ear indicating that it's on. Ah, okay. All right. So, so a blind person, I mean, cause I'm, I'm sighted. So I, I see that there's a little icon that and and this is also nice. What I also liked about accessibility because I've got accessibility on my website, but um, there's a little icon I can choose. I can choose which icon it is. I can choose where it is. I can choose the color so it matches my website. But you know, because I'm sighted, I can see the icon, so I know it's there. So I was wondering how a blind person or visually impaired person would know yeah. if it if they can't see. So if they're using a screen reader, they'll get some kind of audio. Right. So great question. Um, if you are sighted, you'll just click on that icon. That icon is becoming pretty universal. So mm-hmm. people are starting to realize, you know, that is an accessibility option interface. Right. Um, but yes, if you are, you know, blind, for example, it will send you a audio um, invitation to turn on blind user mode. And then right. if you're motor impaired and, you know, you can't necessarily scroll through the entire website, pressing tab, which is what you were already going to do to navigate the site, will automatically turn it on. So we've really tried to cover all of our bases. Mm-hmm. And I think what's led to that is that we, of course, we want to protect business owners and make sure that they don't get hit with litigation. But the end goal ultimately is to create the best possible user experience for the person with the disability. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly running testing. Uh, we have focus groups. We have people with disabilities, with varying different disabilities, varying different assistive technologies, utilizing our solution on different websites and mm-hmm. just trying to make sure that everything is optimized for them. Got it. And let's talk about some of the other accommodations. We've talked a little bit about blindness. What about deafness? How does that work? Like if there's a video on the website, I would think that's where it's most you know, most applicable. How did they, how are they able to, what happened? Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to video solutions on a website, right, a video Mm -hmm. on a website, um, what a lot of people are opting into doing right now is embedding it through something like YouTube or Vimeo, something that can automatically generate closed captions, because of Mm -hmm. course that is a big part to accessibility. Right, right now, what we've been seeing and is that there's no automated solutions out there that are automatically covering the video just because of the way that they're embedded within the site itself. So, but with that being said, you know, Accessibility offers a pref- excuse me, professional services department on top of that that does cover anything that an automated solution cannot cover um, with closed captioning being one of the few things that automated solutions can't. Got it. So if I've got videos on my website, which I do, I've got to somehow get them to have captions. Of course. And, you know, there's there's a lot of great options that are out there and um, that can do that for you as well. Good. Let, now let's talk. I think there's also, uh, uh, epi, you know, the, um, websites accommodating for people who are epileptic and might. Yeah. Do, do people get affected? Do epileptics get affect, affected by websites and what's going on on a website? Yeah. You know, if you don't have epilepsy, you'll never really think about how dangerous scrolling the internet could be. I never, it never crossed my mind once. And, yeah. you know, um, I know that there was a cartoon, it was Dragon Ball Z, which I loved growing up. Um, mm-hmm. They had an episode that had flashing lights and it sent a lot of people into an epileptic shock or seizure. Wow. And, you know, it was really dangerous. And we started to realize this needs to be done on websites as well. So we have a profile that you can turn on. When you turn on that profile, it's going to dull all the colors a little bit, pause moving videos, pause anything that's flickering, overall making it a safer browsing experience for a user that may have epilepsy or is prone to seizures. Good. Great. So we're talking with Landon Chefs from Accessibi. And uh, next, after the break, we'll be talking about a special offer we have for you um, be- through GoToHealth um, because I'm working with uh, Accessibi and we have a special offer for you. So stay, stay around for that. But I also want to talk about the background of Accessibi, how it came to be, 
and uh, the kinds of work that Landon's doing. So stick with us. We're talking about making the website accessible for everybody. This is Jonathan Marks with Go to Health. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleiner interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to jonathanmarks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, we're back with Landon Sheft from Accessibility, and we're talking about accessibility for people with disabilities on the internet. And um, Landon, I wanna keep talking about the features of Accessibility and what it can do. And I'm really focusing on those of you in the audience who have a website, particularly if it's a business. Um, there have been um, you know, lawsuits against businesses for not being accessible on the web. So we're really trying to help you get accessible and Accessibility is a wonderful tool. So um, Landon, Accessibility has a lot of AI or artificial intelligence. Describe what that is and what it does and the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's important to describe sort of the old school way of going about web accessibility. And without getting too technical, it's a developer really going into your site and essentially recreating or recoding the entire thing. And I've heard from agencies when they're getting quotes on some of their clients' websites sometimes tens of thousands of dollars in initial startup fees. Um, On top of that, it takes usually months to actually implement the entire accessibility to the site. And whenever the user wants to make changes to the site, you know, add new content, whatever the case is, they have to go back to that company, get another quote. It's a really quite a hassle. So, you know, with Accessibility's goal being to make the internet accessible by 2025, we've realized that the only way to actually make that possible is through automation. So what we've been doing is, you know, creating more and more AI, trying to make it smarter and smarter so that it can actually describe what's happening within your images, describe what's happening within the forms of your websites, your menus, things like that. So that when a user is using a click stick in their mouth or using a screen reader, it can properly relay the information to their assistive technology so that, again, they have that great user experience, just as an able-bodied user would when visiting the website. So, for example, if I have a pop-up or I have a form to fill out, Accessibility will be able to interpret the pop-up or the form for the visitor? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, 
you know, let you know that form, certain uh, fields on the form are required. It won't let you leave the pop-up when you're tabbing through unless you explicitly want to leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the big things that, you know, I've seen um, on our platform that I haven't seen on other tools that are out there is if there's, if the tab or button is opening into a new window, it will explicitly tell you new window Facebook for example. Ah, so the okay. user really has a full understanding of what's happening when they press enter on that button. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. What are some of the other AI features? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of companies, let's say you are posting an image that has text on top of it or something like that, and it's embedded within there. Um, you know, sometimes you'll see it if you're online shopping, I'm a big online shopper myself, you'll see something mm-hmm. that says, you know, sale 20% off for Black Friday or something right. like that, but it's not actual text. It's it's really within the image itself. A person that's using a screen reader would never have context to what's being said in that mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. And that's really valuable information that they're missing out on right there. Mm-hmm. With our AI, not only would it describe what's happening in the image, which is very important in terms of accessibility and compliance, but it would also read out the text that's embedded within there, which, you know, is it. I was really blown away when I first saw that. It was something that really attracted me to this company in the first place. Wow, that's amazing that it can read the text within an image. That's really incredible. So I want to, before we get any further on this, I do want to tell you, if you're interested in getting accessibility, we have a special discount for it for you. And let me spell this out for you because it's a little bit of spelling, but uh, get, a, get a pen or get your, um, type, you know, your typewriter or your, your computer um, and so where you want to go is accessibility.com. And I'm, I'm going to follow this out, but I first want to spell accessibility. It's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-E. Again, that's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-E. So you want to go to accessibility.com slash A slash go to health. And when you go to that link, um, you will go to the Accessibility website. You can sign up for a week's free trial. And then when you go to pay for the service, Landon, how much is the service normally? So normally for sites under 1,000 pages, it's $490 per year, $49 per month. So you're basically getting two months free if you do the annual. Correct. Right? Yeah, so it's 49 times 10 is 490, right? So you're getting two months free if you sign up for the annual. But when you sign up using the link I just mentioned to you, you will get a 10% discount. So um, off of $49, that's like five or $4 or $5 off a month. And off $490, uh, what's that? That's like $49 off. Yep. Yeah, $49 off. So you can save some money there. And again, the link is accessibility.com slash A slash go to health. And accessibility is A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-E. So Landon, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the origins of the company. Where was the company started? What was the motivation? Um, what's it like being in the company now? Tell me about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, accessibility has really been in the discourse with agencies for a little while now. And our founders um, who were based out of Israel, they were working in the design and development ecosystem as well. And a law was passed in 2016 in Israel requiring all businesses to be accessible. Mm -hmm. So they started researching ideas and ways to become accessible for their clients. And, you know, they found that it really wasn't a viable option for about 99% of their clients with what was actually on the market. So they started to look for a solution that was going to be simple, affordable, immediate, and actually achieve compliance worldwide. Mm-hmm. And they found that there wasn't really anything on the market. So um, one of our founders started to actually create the product itself. It was about, it took about 18 months. He worked side by side with people with disabilities and mm-hmm. leading experts in assistive technology and accessibility to actually launch and create Accessibility itself. You know, since then, um, we've been, again, I, I know I already mentioned the goal that we have, which is to make the internet accessible by 2025. And we do think that the AI is certainly going to help us get there. But I do think another important aspect is, you know, the social awareness as people don't want to only do this to protect their business, but also because it's just simply the right thing to do right. for people with disabilities. Um, you know, we've also been doing some more outreach going on great podcasts like this. Mm-hmm. Um 
but now we have you know a full-blown team here in the US as well focused on working with agencies who you know have clients that need this need a solution like this but don't necessarily even know where to start right got it good so this has really been the brainchild of i guess a software engineer who realized the problem with accessibility um, I'm aware, I, you're probably aware too, but I'm very aware because I did the research recently about right. all the different plugins that are out there. And what I found, the reason I chose Accessibility is it seemed to be the most automated and the easiest to use. And I'll just give an example. One of the things, I make a lot of changes to my website. As a matter of right. fact, each week with a new show, I'm publishing a new page and accessibility automatically accounts for that page and makes it accessible. So I don't have to run some kind of software again that, you know, accounts for the new page that's on the website. I just don't have to worry about that because accessibility will take care of it. Right, exactly. And we, we understand that business owners, this isn't the top of their mind at all times, right? Sure. We need something that they can plug into their website, let it run in the background, and essentially take care of all of their accessibility needs. Mm -hmm. So realistically, the entire implementation process takes about five minutes. So if you guys have a WordPress website, for example, it's a plugin, you could design it to fit with your branding, realistically about a five minute installation. Mm -hmm. And no matter what other platform you have, it's just a line of code that you could copy and paste into, you know, we have guides for every platform, copy and paste it in, and every 24 hours when new content rolls into the site or new blog posts, new collection of bikinis, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. it's going to remediate all of those pages, all of the new content, make sure that it's all up to date so that you'd never have to come back to, you know, like the old school way, go back to the accessibility company and say, hey, we want to launch this, but we don't want to become in or outside of compliance. Can you take care of remediating this before we add it to our website? I see. Got it. Now, tell me what are some of the other unique things that Accessibility offers compared with the company? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with every Accessibility plan, you're going to receive a couple of things. So number one being the fact that you're going to receive an accessibility statement. This is, it's sort of like a certificate of performance that's going to explain any changes that have been made to the browser or to the site, explain exactly how the site is accessible um, and compatible with assistive technologies, and how to report any issues if any were to be found as well. So that is something that's, it's a legal requirement. So that's something that's very important to have. It's going to show in the interface on your website. From there, we also are going to reinforce that with monthly compliance audits. So every month in your inbox, you'll receive an audit that scan through your site, broken down, you know, how or why you're still in compliance. And that could just be downloaded and shared as proof of ongoing efforts to maintain your accessibility. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, I alluded to it earlier a bit as well, but with every plan, you do fall into our litigation support as well. So, you know, if you do have a lawyer from before adding accessibility or something like that, who's, who's bothering you and, and won't stop sending you guys mail, whatever the case is, uh, we do have a team that helps out with that. They provide different documents that indicate exactly how and why you are accessible based off of that specific um, complaint or documentation that they may have sent. Yeah. And I haven't seen any other offering on, on the web that offers that kind of support in case of a claim. Yeah, exactly. And I think another very key aspect to this is in terms of the automated solutions that are on the market, we, we recently closed a pretty substantial funding round and we have the resources, the support team, most importantly, if you ever do need anything, you're speaking to a real human, right? And mm -hmm. Jonathan, you could attest, you've, you've called me before we've worked yes. things out whenever, yes. uh, whenever there's been anything that needs to be done. And, you know, we provide that level of support to all of our clients, whether it's BMW and, and Avon or, you know, our legal associations we work with or the mom and pop pizzeria down the street. Right. Good. And so you mentioned before that accessibility statement, is that something I have to put on my website or did you say that's within the, you know, when people pop open the accessibility plugin, the, the accessibility statement is there? Yeah, it's already there. So if you were to open up your accessibility interface, there's a big button that says statement and you'll have it right there. 
Got it. Okay. So it can be seen by anybody who comes to visit the website, including by me, if I want to look at my own website. Yes, exactly. And including, you know, any lawyers who might just be looking at sites real quick to see if they're accessible or not, you know, Uh they'll see that accessibility statement right there. Great. Let's talk a little bit about how I, as a website owner, can um, customize accessibility for my website. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we understand some people have plugins already on their site, you know, chat bots or something like that in the bottom right-hand corner. You know, mm-hmm. we do have a sort of standard design, which is a blue medium-sized circle in the bottom right-hand corner. But, you know, if you want to change it to your color coding and you want to change the logo of it, you want to change the location of it, whatever the case is, we mm-hmm. give you full flexibility in there. You don't need to have any development skills to do that. Um, it's really, you know, you choose all of your settings, create a line of code from there and plug it in. Right. And when I create, I get the line of code from, so, so where I get this line of code is I'm logging into the accessibility website in my mm-hmm. account. Once I've created it, I'm ch- making my choices and then I get a line of code. And what do I do with that code? Yeah. So, you know, what the entire process would look like for your listeners is they would go to accessibility.com slash a slash go to health. And when they do so, they'll create an accessibility account from there. You know, they could sign up for um, for their domain. And Mm -hmm. once they've done so, there's an installation tab and you'll see all the different settings in there. You know, choose the proper settings, generate the custom code right there. And then you'll see a list of installation guides as well the uh-huh. very top of there. So if you have a WordPress site, a custom website, Joomla, Wix, Squarespace, it doesn't matter. We have mm-hmm. installation guides for every single one. It will work as planned on every single one. It's just, you know, if we could give you the step-by-step instructions, of course, we have that ready for you. Great. So so the step-by-step instructions are there, but generally what I'm looking for is a piece of code mm-hmm. that I'm going to put on my website. And where do I put that code? You're putting that in the homepage right before the closing tag of the body. Um, in the, yes, in the homepage of your website. Got it. And the closing, before the closing tag of the body, and that makes it, um, the accessibility icon show up on every page of the website. It does. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So whatever page you go to, uh, you'll see the accessibility icon. And as I mentioned before, when you add a new page to the website, because you've put this code in there before the body tag, um, that it will automatically put the icon onto the new pages that you create. Correct. All new content, if it's a, an article and a blog, if it's a brand new page, if right. it's just, you know, the notice uh, regarding COVID or whatever the case is, yeah. that's all going to be remediated and compatible and accessible for, for users with disabilities. Good. What kind of feedback have you gotten from people? I know it was designed with people who have disabilities in mind, but what do you get p- feedback from people with disabilities saying, I like it, I don't like it, it's too hard to use, it's easy to use? What kind of feedback have you gotten? Yeah, so we've added certain profiles based off of people's feedback. We've gotten rid of certain adjustments based off of people's feedback as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, other things that we have focused on is know, adding additional services to our team as well. Like we even have a department here where we work with users with disabilities to do user testing on Mm. somebody's website. So they'll go in with assistive technologies that they may be using, make sure that your website is up to their standards, right? Because again, that's who ultimately we're all doing this for. Right, right. So just as kind of a recap of what we've been talking about, we've been talking about web accessibility, um, and we've got a plugin here called Accessibly. And if you want to get it for a 10% discount, you can go to accessibly.com slash a slash go to health. And Accessibly is A-C-C-E-S-S, just like access, A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-E, accessibly.com slash a slash go to health. And uh, Landon, before we're coming up to another break here, but I just, you, you've talked about, you know, this is now required by the ADA, right? Mm-hmm. And by web content accessibility guidelines, this is in effect today. And so websites can be sued today, right? Yeah. And, and you're saying there was a, there's been a big increase in lawsuits over the past couple of years. Yeah, we've been seeing about a 300% increase year over year. 
And certainly our, our inbound team can attest to the amount of calls they get from people saying, look, I had one aspect of my website that wasn't accessible. I was hit with a demand letter, you know, Mm. just like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why it is so important to make sure that this is something that you do right away, avoid that litigation, open up your business to as many people as possible, and ultimately make yourself look great. Make yourself look like you care about the inclusion. Yeah. Does it matter if I'm a big website or a small website? No, you could be the the one person shop. You could be a huge corporation. Everybody's being hit with these lawsuits and mm-hmm. everybody needs to stay protected. Got it. Okay. So whether you're a big website, a small website, are there particular types of websites that are getting a lot of claims against them or is it all over the board? No, it is across the board, but I will say that e-commerce, real estate, healthcare, automotive, and hospitality are some of the more targeted industries. And I think that, you know, it makes sense that all of those, all of those industries are targeted and that they definitely need to be looking at this sooner rather than later. Great. So don't be caught short sighted or short footed. Um, (laughs) That's probably a bad analogy, but basically don't be caught. This law is in effect. Now you can get a claim against you. And the way you can resolve that is by getting a accessibility um, plugin on your website. And we've chosen and highly recommend accessibility.com. You can get a 10% discount. You go to accessibility.com slash a slash go to health, and you'll enjoy a 10% discount. So this is Jonathan Marks with go to health. We'll be right back after a few messages here, and we'll continue talking about website accessibility with Landon chefs from accessibility. Stay with us. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? We don't think so. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Ed Cheney. Ed and his guests will explain full-spectrum CBD using the whole hemp plant for good health and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to jonathanmarks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, we're back with Landon Chefs from Accessibe. That's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-E. We're talking about website accessibility. So Landon, we've talked about this. We're, you know, a lot of us in the, are in the United States, but is this really an international issue? Uh, is Accessibe available in other countries? Tell us a little bit about the international aspect of this. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the aims when we were trying to, you know, I mentioned earlier that we need a solution that's going to be compliant worldwide. And again, that 
compliance standard is the WCAG 2.1 at the AA level. Mm -hmm. And there's laws in Canada, specifically Ontario, but all across Canada as well, um, that do require websites to be accessible. In the States, there's obviously the Americans with Disabilities Act that we talked mm -hmm. about. That's where the lawsuits are coming from. But also a lot of businesses who receive any sort of federal funding or try to win government contracts um, fall into something that's called Section 508 as well. And mm -hmm. that's very important to be accessible for. Um, but with that being said, there's laws in Israel. There's laws across Europe. And we even have clients calling us from Japan, calling us from, you know, really all across the globe saying that we need accessible websites, whether or not it's for legal purposes or whether it's not, it's because they just, you know, know that they have some clientele who have yeah. disabilities. Um, a lot of, a lot of these companies do know that this is something that they need to take care of right away. So does accessible, accessibility is based upon the country that you're in is the language, either the written or the verbal language on there in different languages to accommodate for the different tongues across the world? Great question. So we do offer 14 different languages right now. Okay. And we're always building more and more within that. And, you know, one of the beautiful things or one of the really interesting things about it is, you know, let's say it's describing a an image on your website, but you changed it to Spanish mode or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's now going to describe that image to you in Spanish. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, even the, the really technical aspects will change based off of the language that you choose. Wow, this is quite a piece of software. So it will <laughs> it will be able to read. It will be able to read the, the language in a photo in the language that it is, but it's going to be able to read that for for people who may be, um, you know, may be blind or, or yeah, so, sight impaired. Yeah, exactly. So if a user was on our website and saw my picture, instead of it saying, you know, handsome man in gray shirt, it would right. say handsome man in gray shirt, but in Spanish, if they chose Spanish, for example, or French, whatever the case is. Wonderful. So it really does accommodate. How many languages did you say? 14. 14 different languages. Great. Good. So what's, what's on the, on the uh, product plan for accessibility? What are some of the new features that are being planned for? Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. We're launching currently a knowledge base that I think is going to be very important for app developers as well, you know, even for mobile apps, web applications. And this is going to just, again, provide information on how you can build accessible applications from the ground up, you mm -hmm. know, as people, you know, starting to realize we need accessibility on our applications, our mobile apps, whatever the case is, this is something that people are going to need to utilize. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just looking like it's trending towards this becoming almost mandatory in, in ways. And, you know, we want to make sure that as many people have knowledge of how to make their site or their tool accessible um, as possible. Got it. And you also mentioned before, and I'm part of this, the partnership program, describe what that is. Yeah, so the partnership program is um, myself working with agencies who mm -hmm. then build websites for their clients um, in order to, you know, sort of spread the word. Usually they'll take care of, you know, some of the installation or the design aspect of it as well. Make sure everything's running smoothly, doing right. the maintenance, um, you know, just sort of spreading the word because a lot of businesses trust their agencies when it comes to best practices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're already setting them up with things like privacy policies, which are, you know, required on their websites. Right. So they're also expecting to have sort of the full gamut of tools to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. So they need a tool to recommend to say, look, you're protected, you're safe, you're covered. And um, it makes their agency come off as much more professional and caring about their clients' needs as well. Right. So, you know, there's, there, you know, what we're seeing is the web is just becoming subject to so many new regulations and laws that exist in brick and mortar businesses. Uh, but now it's coming to the web. Right. And you, you just mentioned a couple of them, but, but it's, it's now really focusing on accessibility as well, because Congress said what in the law? What was that? Yeah, it was, it was the Department of Justice in 2018. Okay. They affirmed that websites are places of public accommodation. So okay. because of that, they have to also comply with Title III of the ADA. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what's what happens, what has happened since then is that, you know, other people have gone to higher courts and said, you know, are you sure about this, basically? And it's been reaffirmed time and time again. The last one was just about two weeks ago. 
Right. And, you know, it looks like it's just becoming more and more mandatory across the board. Right. And it has been in in the conversation for a while now. It was just that there were so few options out there. Uh, my background is that I worked at Wix for many years, also mm-hmm. working with web development agencies. And a lot of these agencies were asking me, you know, how can we make our websites accessible? Our clients been sued um, or, you know, what really what is there that we can do? And, you know, Wix gives you a couple of options, or at least at the time, gave you a couple of options in terms of sort of best practices, but now that people are requiring sort of the full gamut of accessibility in order to be really mitigating your risk, it's important Mm -hmm. to have a solution like Accessibility on your site that's covering all of your bases. Got it. So if you're interested in getting Accessibility, you can do that with a 10% discount through us. And um, it's HTTPS accessibility.com slash A slash go to health. And accessibility is access IBE. That's access.ibe. I'm sorry, access IBE. Let me just say it one more time. Accessibility.com slash A slash go to health. So Landon, um, when we talk about new um, capabilities on the web, what kind of timeline are we thinking about for this? You know, we've we've had products launching sort of left and right. Um, mm-hmm. We we recently had something called Access Flow come out. Um, they were still working on on getting it fully launched, but I know that we have some people using it currently. Um, that's you know, again, for the more technical developers. In terms of the business owner side of things and their websites, it's all about just making sure that again, this product is as optimized for that end user mm-hmm. as possible. And because we're already, you know, covering the business owner from the legal standpoint, but right. now, you know, there's always room for improvement in terms of making it the best possible user experience for the blind user, the motor impaired user, making sure the profiles are the best they can be for the people with epilepsy or ADHD or, you know, mm-hmm. one of my favorites is the minor visual impairment profile where you turn it on and it automatically puts in more readable fonts, automatically sizes up the font, saturates the colors a bit more. And I think that, you know, as we constantly improve on those profiles, the adjustments, the AI gets smarter, um, the product can only get better from there. Right. You talk about font size in your mom, you know, yeah. as we get older, the, the vision starts going a little bit. And I, I've seen on the accessibility uh, plug-in that <clears throat> as a user, I can I can increase the font size from the front end of the website. Yeah, you could increase it just individually. Um, mm-hmm. What a lot of people tend to do is just turn on the low vision mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just takes care of a lot of different aspects or a lot of different adjustments all at once. Mm-hmm. Again, just making it a much overall better browsing experience for somebody who might have poor vision. Right. And, so, so when I click on the icon, a whole kind of menu opens up and I just yeah. want to explain this for people. And there are about seven or eight profiles there. Yeah. There's six if profiles. If you're this, then, yeah. Okay. So if you're this, 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 and this, there are, there are adjustments you can make and turn on. Um, and, but if somebody's motor impaired, are they able to turn it on? Um, yeah, so they can still click into that when they do start tabbing through the site as well. And again, okay. pressing tab is going to automatically turn on accessibility uh, motor impaired mode. Right. Okay, good. So again, to review, in the last part of our show here, we've got the ADA, which is the American with Disabilities Act, and WCAG. Explain again what that is. That is the guidelines that the ADA is based around. It's the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. Okay. And are those international? They are. Or the ADA is not. That is right. US-based. The WCAG right. is essentially what all of the accessibility laws have been, been referring to as the Got accepted it. standard. Got it. So we now have in the United States a law. We have a law in many other countries, as Landon has listed, and then we've also got these web content accessibility guidelines, WCAG, and this can all be taken care of on your website um, with a plugin called Accessibility. And if you don't have plugins that make things accessible, you can be sued. Um, I know that there have been some big lawsuits with big companies. I know Tenet Healthcare was, right. was sued, right? And any other big ones that we can know about? That yeah, we know. Yeah, no, it completely is. You know, a lot of healthcare companies get sued, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. People with disabilities need healthcare just as you and I need healthcare. And right. if they don't have that access to it, it really can be 
quite a hindrance to their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to make sure that they have that equal access. Um, A large case that that was not too long ago was Domino's Pizza got sued. Mm -hmm. Um, People, I believe it was a blind user, was unable to order pizza through them. And they were hit with a class action lawsuit um, that was taken up to significantly higher courts. And again, that's when another affirmation came saying, look, this this is a public accommodation. You need to make sure that people have that access to it, whether right. they're blind, motor impaired, fully sighted, whatever the case is. Yeah, that's a great example. I mean, somebody just wants to order a pizza. <laughs> you know, you, right. You got to be accessible to everybody. <laughs> you know, business owners want to protect themselves and allow as many people access to their site. And right. people with disabilities just want that equal access that you and I have to every single website. Good. Well, Landon Chefs, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. It's been very informative and um, it's been great to be with you. So again, if you want to get Accessibility, we've got a 10% discount at this special link. It's accessibility.com slash a slash go to health. Thanks for being with us, Landon. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. So again, as I mentioned, we've just um, passed one year for this show, Go to Health. Um, We've had a very successful launch year. We've received two awards, one in health education and one for leadership in education. We're very proud of that. Um, If you'd like to have input, because we're looking to get input from our audience, you can go to gotohealthmedia.com and there's a get updates tab. And we'd love to hear from you as to what kind of topics you'd like to see covered on this show. We really want to cover a wide variety of topics and get the best information, evidence-based information out to our audiences. And our moniker is elevate your life with health news you can use. And that's from the experts. So we want to get you the best expert news possible. So if you want to get news from us, go to gotohealthmedia.com. You can watch our videos there. You can give us um, feedback as to what kind of shows you'd like to see when you click get updates. And then also you can hear us on Voice America as well as eight other podcast networks. We're on Amazon, Google, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, um, um, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and there's one more I'm forgetting right now, but we're in a lot of different places. So please tell your friends to listen to us on the podcast networks or also come to our website at gotohealthmedia.com. Landon, again, thanks for being with us. Great to have you. And we'll be back next week with another good show. We've got a great May coming up with some nice topics that I'm sure will interest you. This is Jonathan Marks. And remember, as I say at the end of every show, go to health. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in this week to go to health radio be sure to join jonathan marks and another health expert next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time and 12 noon pacific time on the voice america variety channel you can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform until our next show be sure to visit us on the web at go to and elevate your life